Sota daf lamed gimel. The last thing we were discussing was that there are certain parshiyot in Torah that have to be said in lashon nakodesh, some parshiyot that don't. We said kriyat shema, which uh, according to Rabbanan can be said in any language because it says shema bechol lashon shatashomea. Although it be argued because it says vehayu and he held it, it could only said uh, it could only be said in. Lashon Hakodesh, Rabbanan argue they say they learn from the word Shema in any language that you hear, and with that we're going to start Lamed Gimel Amud Aleph, seven lines in in the middle line where it says Tefillah. The Mishnah told us that Tefillah could be said in any language, and the reason is Rahame, it's mercy, and Kol and however you want to ask Hashem, go ahead, pray, no one's stopping you. If your your Kavanah can be better in a different language, then do it. So wait a second. How could you say that tefillah in any language? A person should never ask for what he needs in Aramaic. Anyone who asks for what he needs in Aramaic, the malachim, they're not there. They won't be able to help him. Because the angels don't understand the Aramaic and they won't be able to help him. Now, by the way, if anyone gets a chance, take a look at uh, the Rosh in the beginning of the second parak of Masechet uh, Berachot. He brought down the students of Rabbeinu Yonah. However, the Rosh himself, he uh, argues on Talmidei Rabbeinu Yonah. He holds that Aramaic is special and they do understand the Aramaic. Aramaic has a different uh, uh, level. It's not exactly Shona Kodesh, but right under and they do understand that. So, the, the Gemara explains um, when Rabbi Udas says you should not pray uh, in Aramaic, that's only when you're praying by yourself because you need angels to help when you're praying with a tzibur then you could uh, pray in any language because at that point you don't need the, the angels to help. There's a famous pasuk in El Kabir Lo Imas that Hashem does not, uh, Hashem is never disgusted with the tefillah of the Rabim. And uh, the Rosh also over there brings that if it's one of those tefillot that uh, everyone says it's part of the standard tefillah to say in Aramaic, then uh, that's okay even in private. And that's where a woman got them in hug to say, Tefillah in any language that they want. That whole sugya very interesting to look at. Now the Gemara has a question. You're telling me that the angels don't understand the Aramaic. But we have a Braita that one time the, the, the younger Kohanim from the Hashmonai family went to go fight with uh, the, the Greeks right before Yom Kippur, and the war went into Kippur. Yohanan Kohen Gadol, he uh, he was about to do the Avodah Yom Kippur. Shamabat called me bet Kodesh Kodashim. Shomer, he heard the bad call from from Kodesh Kodashim and says Nashu Talia. That these little uh, that these little goats won the great war that that they went to fight with uh, Antochia, which are the Greeks. So you see the, the the angels, the bat call, which is an angel, they do understand Aramaic. Shimon Hatzadik, he was also Kohen Gadol during that time. Um, he heard about call from Kodesh Kodeshim. It says, "Betelat al vidita de Amar shenala ita al hechala." 
the army that was supposed to come on the Hechal stopped. When Herag Gaskalkas, uh, the, the king uh, Gaskalkas of the Greeks, died, and they wrote exactly what time they heard the bad call, and they got it right, and they saw exactly what happened. Now, you see the bad call talks in, in, in Aramaic, so you see the angels do understand the Aramaic. So how did Rehanan say not like that? So you buy it in a bad call, Shani. You could either say that the bad call is different. The idea or the concept of a bad call is so people can understand. So it says a language that they understand. Or you could say it's Gabriel Abba. It was the angel Gabriel. He knows all the languages. Gabriel taught Yosef that night before he went to see Parol with the dreams. He taught him all 70 languages. And you see that Gabriel knows other languages, and the Mahasha explains it's not Gabriel's job to bring up the Tfilot. So that, that's why you, you can't bring any proof from Gabriel. Next, we learned that Birkat Amazon is said in any language. There is no real Rasha. Rather, since the Torah says you have to eat, drink, and then bless Hashem, you have to just say in any language that you bless. Now, Tosfot uh, says it actually is a drasha, and the drasha is that Hashem, you talk into Hashem, and Hashem understands every language, therefore you could say it in any language. Next, if someone lied in regards to the testimony, he has to give a korban, it doesn't make a difference what language he said it in, he still, he still has to give that korban. Someone heard the sound, the voice of a swear, in any language that someone hears. And the idea we need this drasha, because I would have thought uh, like uh, the Allah by Har uh, Gerizim and Har Aival. No, that's why they have Vishamah uh, Kol Allah in any language. Shevu'ata Pikadon, someone lied about something someone gave him, and he said, I don't have it, and he does have it. He has to bring Korban. It doesn't make a difference in what language he swore. Atiyah, Teheta, Teheta, Mishevu'ata Aidut. He learns it from Shevu'ata Aidut, Gizra Shavad, the word Teheta. Next, the following are are only said in Lashon Kodesh. Number one is Mikra Bikurim, number two Vahalitza, and so on. And that's all Mishnah, Ad Mikra Bikurim Ketzad. How do you say Bikurim in Lashon Kodesh? And the Pasuk says, Ba'anita ba'amarta lifnei Hashem l'aricha. A person should call out and, and say in front of Hashem, Ulhalan, and by the Barachot and Kalot, Ba'hagazim ha'rival u'omer, Ve'anu halviim ve'amiru el kol ish Yisrael. The Leviim say to all Bnei Yisrael, and you have Gzara Shava, Anu, Aniya, Aniya, Ve'anita ve'anu. Ma'aniya mu'ral halan. The same way by the Leviim, it was Bilshon HaKodesh. Afkan, same thing by Bikurim, it was Bilshon HaKodesh. Now, Ulvim Gofayo Menalan. How do we know that the Levim had to do it in, in Lashon Kodesh? Atia Kol Kol Moshe. There's a Grashava from Kol Kol from Moshe. Ketiv Hacha by the Levim it says Kol Ram. Uchtiv Atam by Matan Torah. Moshe Daber Ve'Elohim Yaninu BeKol. And the same way, other than Lashon Kodesh, the same way the Torah was given in Lashon Kodesh. Afkan Lashon Kodesh. So same thing. Levim also had to be Lashon Kodesh. Next, we said Halitza Ketzad. How does uh, said the Halitza? We said it has to be in Hebrew. They learned the Gzrashava from Ve'anu Halviyim. And over here it says Ve'anita Ve'amera. Ve'anu Ve'anita has to be Lashon HaKodesh. And Rabbi Yehuda said, it says Ve'anita Ve'amera Kacha. It has to be this way. So Ve'rabanan, hai Kacha, my Avdele. What do they do with the word Kacha? 
סדר אותה היום מבעל להוד, איני ככה לדבר שהוא מעשה מעכב. That only the action part of uh, the Halitza process, the taking off the shoe, the spitting, all that is, is what makes the Halitza, uh, the, whatever she said is not what makes it or breaks it. Verbi learns that, Miko, Kacha, could have said Ko, but why that extra Chaf? It's coming to tell me that only actions uh, stop the Halitza from being done and not words. Verabanan, Ko, Kacha, Lomash Malehun, Hachamim don't learn that extra Chaf. So now the Gemara asks, Verbi who did not learn the whole Gzat Shavah, Ve'anitava, Mera, Ve'anu, Alvim, Ve'amru, he didn't learn all that stuff. He learned it earlier from the word Kacha. Hai, Ve'anitava, Mera, my Arvid, what does he do with Ve'anitava, uh, Mera? So the Gemara explains, would need it It's coming to teach me opposite. It's not coming to teach from uh, the Leviim to the to the to the woman. Rather opposite. The woman is coming to teach the whole Leviim that they have to uh, do it in Lashona Kodesh. To be Lashona Kodesh. Lashona Kodesh. So the Gemara asks, call me Moshe. So why didn't Rabbi Yehuda learn uh, call call from Moshe the same way Rabbanan learned it? I guess the exact Shabbat that he learned from his rabbis was only in regards to the word but not in regards to the word kol. The Gemara brings a proof. Whenever you have the word kol or kacha, the only way you could say it is in Lashon HaKodesh. For example, Kote Barechu by Berkat Kohanim, only in Lashon HaKodesh. Kacha, the Halitza, only in Lashon HaKodesh. Aniyah ve'amira, by the blessings and the curses, Dilviyim, only in Lashon HaKodesh. So you see, he learns it everything from Kacha and not from Kol Kol. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Brachot uklalot ketzad, so in Sefer Devarim, Moshe told Ben Israel, when you guys cross the Jordan River, you get into Israel, there's two mountains, Har Ival, Har Gerizim, there's a set of blessings and curses you're going to say. Uh, half of Israel is going to stand on one mountain, the other half on the other mountain, right in the middle in the valley, and you're going to turn to one side, bless, one side, curse, everyone's going to answer, Amen. And Tanura Banan, it says, Halo Hema Be'ever Hayadin. These mountains are on the other side of the Jordan River into Eretz Israel. Me'ever Hayadin Ve'elach. Very deep into Eretz Israel after the Jordan River. That's the Verbi Uda. Ahare Derech Mevoa Shemesh. It sounds like Makom Shehama Zorahat. It's meaning it's far from the east where the sun rises. The Pasuk says, It's by the Kenani that sits by the Arava area. That today the Kutim sit there. Kutim were people who came from a different country. Um, when some Harif would take over a country, he would take their people, put them in a different uh, country, take those people, put them in a different country. So this way everyone would get uh, nervous. They, they, they would not be comfortable in this way. No one would attack him back. So that's where uh, they were. Where he put them was on Haragizim and Haraybal, Mul Hagilgal, across the Gilgal, Samuch Hagilgal. Meaning, it's right there somewhere where you could see the Gilgal area. It's a Lelonim More. 
That's the city of Shechem. Ulhalan Homer, and the same idea. It says by Abraham, by Abor Abraham, by Ad Mekom Shechem, Ad Elon More, Ma Elon More, Amor Lehalan Shechem. The same way the Elon More in Sefer Bereshit is Shechem. Avkan also over here it's Shechem. And Tanya Amar Bil Azar Bilviosi Bedavar Ze Ziyafti Sifre Kutiim. Rebil Azar Bilviosi said. Through this Gezerah Shavah, I just knocked out the entire Torah of the Kutim. They don't believe in Torah Shebe'al Peh. They don't learn uh, the, the rabbi's Torah. So, I told them, you forge your entire Torah. Your entire Torah is nothing. You didn't come out with anything. Meaning, according to you, you shouldn't know where Hagarizim is. You're telling me, Elonim is Shechem. We also say the same thing. However, we have a whole Gzah Shabbah. do you guys learn that this is the area? This is where Hagezim is. Where did you learn it from? We have Gzah Shabbat. We have all these, all these uh, rabbinic uh, uh, ways of understanding Pesukim. And that's how we got to this area. How do you guys, uh, how do you get to this? Obviously, everything you're saying is fake and nothing makes sense. Rabbi Azar Amar he held that Har Gerizim and Harival were very close to the Jordan River, not deep in. Because it says, They're right by, uh, the, uh, when you cross the river, right near the river. Because if they're far in, it says, when you pass the Jordan River, then you're going to put these stones and do everything on each side. It sounds like you have to do it that day, right when you pass, that's when you do it. So it sounds like it's not deep, and it's right there by the Jordan River. After the way where the sun sets, far away from where the sun sets, meaning far from the west, more towards the east. Now it says, and it's really it's in the area of the Hivi. Hayoshev ba'arava, they're sitting in the arava. Vahalo ben harim ba'otin yoshvim. They're not sitting in the valley, rather they're sitting between mountains and hills. Mul ha'gilgal, across from the gilgal. Vahalo lora uet ha'gilgal, but they never saw the gilgal. So now, according to Rabbi Azar, the second half of the pasuk doesn't even make sense. So Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, he explains it for Rabbi Azar. The Pasuk, or Hashem came to show B'nai Israel the way, the way to go in Israel, the way He showed them during the time of Moshe. When they left Egypt, there was a cloud, there was a pillar of fire, it was leading them throughout, that, uh, the, throughout the desert. Now that there, there's no Moshe, there's no cloud or fire, Hashem came to show them which way to go. And he was explaining when it says derech uh, it's derech, but derech lechov velo besadot uchramim. Go go on actual streets, paths, highways, but don't go through vineyards and fields. Hayoshev, go through byishuv lechov velo b'marot. Go through settled land, through cities, through villages. Do not go through deserts. Barava valleys. Barava lechov velo beharim mukvaot. Go to valleys, but not through mountains and hills. Every day the Aaron would travel behind two flags of Yehuda and Reuven. Today, he went first. 
the Aaron went in front of Bnei Israel, in front of everyone. Every day the Levim, uh, the people, uh, the children of Kehat, they're the ones carrying the Aaron. And today the Kohanim are the ones who carried him. It says the Kohanim are the ones who carried Aaron Hashem. In three places the Kohanim carried the Aaron. When they crossed the Jordan River, when they went around the Yericho seven times to capture it, and during the te- during the days of Shlomo Melech, when they inaugurated the Beit Hamikdash, the Kohanim brought it to its final resting spot in the Beit Hamikdash. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Ve'amen.